Hello everyone, my name is Josh Gilliland and with me today is a special guest, Olivia Younger. Olivia is a cosplaying personality. She is on social media, she has an excellent blog, and I saw her at the Geeky Awards on stage helping present awards. Uh, she was on stage for the Richard Hatch Wonder Twins incident and the great musical number as well. So. I have to defend them. Hi. I have to defend them a little bit. It was the teleprompter definitely cut right from their speech to and the winners are. And I think that kind of threw them a bit. So they're wonderful people. They are. I don't think it's, it's, it's an incident, but it's okay. It all worked out. Yes. And we got to see the original Apollo. So that was pretty groovy. So we are here in comic book regalia to talk about DC and a particular announcement that came out of DC. And this, of course, is Ben Affleck as Batman. Batfleck. Well played. <laughs> I can't take credit for it. It's been everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I totally missed that. Well played. That yeah. was a... Uh, I was going to go with Ben Hooflack, which is the old Saturday Night Live reference with Mango, but that, that goes back a lot further for folks. Oh, it's okay. I just showed my age. And <laughs> but that's all right. So we're going to talk about Ben as Batman. What are your thoughts? Well, so my initial reaction was, the first thing I think of whenever I hear Ben Affleck's name is Goodwill Hunting. So I immediately think of the Southie accent and have just a knee jerk, oh my god, no, this is horrible. But then you take a step back and you think about his career as a whole, and especially in recent years, The Town was an amazing film. Argo was amazing. Um, and I think he's really he's really come into his own as a director. And he acts really well in those films too. So you kind of then look at, well, but then he had movies like Daredevil and other one that we won't mention because people are sick of hearing about it. <laughs> Here's my point of view. This might shock you because I have a different political bent than Ben Affleck. I think he's a good choice. He's a comic book fan. I remember reading the Kevin Smith Daredevil trade paperback and the nice things that Affleck were at the beginning of that. So even though Daredevil was an abomination of a comic book movie, it wasn't all his fault. He didn't write it. He didn't direct it. And remember the role that he had in Chasing Amy as a comic book guy. This is a guy who is a geek. He's a hunky geek, and that confuses people. But I think he'll treat the role with respect, and I think he'll do a good job. And so I, I didn't care for the Internet mob that came out of the woodwork attacking him. Yeah, that was excessive. Uh, well, it wasn't white. It's... I mean, all the people who were attacking him, they're not in the movies. No. They're not writing these things. They're, they're angry, and there's no right to be. I think he's going to do a good job. No, I, I definitely agree. And my only wish, actually, is when we see, when we have seen in the past Ben do poor performances, you got to wonder, based on what he's able to do in, you know, some of his other films, like I said, The Town, or even Google Hunting, which I love, um, Maybe it has more to do with the directing and the writing, and Ben could be an amazing Batman, and maybe it would be even better if he were directing the movie. 
it would be nice if you were directing a comic book movie. It's you have the J.J. Abrams effect, you know, the guys at Bad Robot who are geeks who now get to do geek movies. Or Joss Whedon. Yeah, it's exactly. You know, <laughs> there's another candidate for Geek of the Year for next year at the Geeky Awards. So hint, hint, spring job. I think it would make sense. Let's look at everything he's done. Yeah. But more on that later. But to think about if he had him direct a comic book movie. Yeah. So maybe he would direct Matt Damon as The Flash. That would be, one, hysterical on many levels, but I think Damon would actually treat the role well. Well, and that was my other thought. After kind of settling, going, oh, Ben Affleck, you know, I think he'll, he'll actually maybe be really well as Batman as long as he gets the direction and the writing he needs. But then the thought came, wait, so people were joking, you know, Matt Damon is Robin, and that's where it came into my head, no. Oh, it would be so, we're missing a golden opportunity here, and that's the only reason now I'm really sad that Ben Affleck is Batman, to do Ben Affleck as Green Lantern and Matt Damon as Flash, and have them play off each other in kind of a buddy movie. And that would make a lot of sense for the non-geeks out there. In comic book world, the Flash and the Green Lantern are friends. Green Lantern and Green Arrow are also buddies, but the relationship that the Flash and Green Lantern have is they're both cops. And so if you read um, the, oh my God, why am I suddenly blanking on this, uh, Blackest Night, uh, wonderful relationship with the two of them as they fought the undead and the Flash always being the optimistic one of the two ends up with one of the blue rings for the seminal battle. And so he was running around as a blue lantern at high speed. So that would be, I think, a very nice role to see on film. Batman and Superman makes sense. World's Finest has been around for a very long time. But I think it would be fun. I think you're very right in having that kind of buddy movie. Because Green Lantern is probably my favorite DC character. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I took flight lessons before I could drive. My grandpa was Earhart's mechanic. And I come from an aeronautical family. Hal Jordan's a pilot. Like that. He got the tortured soul because he saw his dad die. The Green Lantern film, I don't blame Ron, uh, Ryan Reynolds for. No. It, no. It, it needed a rewrite. A big rewrite. Although Ryan Reynolds now has, that, that does make two superhero roles he's played that are just awful. Yeah. Deadpool? We yeah. don't even mention Deadpool. We're not mentioning Deadpool. We will look past the unpleasantness. Um, but yeah, no. So, and that could have been a really good way to kind of reintroduce Green Lantern because yeah. there, there's definitely this thought that they're building up to a Justice League movie, which then leaves the giant elephant in the room of how do you tackle Wonder Woman? Just make Wonder Woman already. And have it be good. Yes. And so there are tons of actresses who could do the role, who could do the role well. If you want to start with the TV series, do that. I have fond memories of that as a child. I never got the invisible jet and her still being visible inside the invisible <laughs> jet. That seems counterproductive. There, there are some things that they could, you know, tweak and change around a bit. So, um, yeah, and it's funny thinking about Wonder Woman and the Batman backlash because all the backlash towards Ben Affleck, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, as geeks, we need to 
We need to stop ripping each other apart so much sometimes and stop obsessing so much about casting when there's a big name put in a role. Um, because usually what happens is we associate those big names with other things. That's why the Ben Affleck backlash happens. Backlash? Um, backlash happens. <laughs> because we, we know him from these other roles, so it's hard to imagine him. Uh, as someone pointed out to me, though, getting a big name in at least one role is kind of essential to getting butts in the seats, getting the money to make things like Wonder Woman happen, where then maybe we could cast a lesser known actress um, in the role and still get people to come see it. You know, I'm old enough to remember the 1989 Batman movie and the rage that came out pre-internet about Michael Keaton going to the comic book store and listening to people vent about, you know, how dare they cast Michael Keaton. And then we all liked it. We stood, people stood in line all night to see it and loved it. Mm -hmm. They loved Jack Nicholson as the Joker and they liked Michael Keaton as Batman. Ben Affleck will do great and I wish him all the success. And if I may offer a suggestion for Wonder Woman, Gina Carano. Please, 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 please cast Gina Carano. Good idea. Yeah. That is a very good idea. I mean, there, there are many great actresses who yeah. can pull it off, uh, but that's a complicated role. It is. And actually, there's a great-looking fan film coming out, a little short film that they announced at Comic-Con this year, starring another really talented actress, Raleigh, um, yeah. Team Unicorn. Mm -hmm. And that looks awesome. It's just on the posters. I'm already excited for it. She can do it. So yeah. uh, there's no shortage of talented women who could play that role. And it's a complicated role, but you can only look at what was perhaps one of the most complicated comic book movies to make, and my favorite, between uh, Captain America. Because that could have been a horrible disaster if you had something that looked very patriotic and it could come off campy. And Chris Evans was able to play the role highlighting all the great virtue of the World War II generation in a way that made you feel good about America and believe in the character. Yeah, and Chris Evans is another example of an actor who had a not-so-great superhero role and then an amazing one. Mm -hmm. So, it happens. And let's not forget, not another teen movie. I didn't see that one. Again, <laughs> my age coming through. Uh, wait, that's not another teen movie. That's one of those like joke like yeah. movie. I just don't watch those. He was he was in that, oh, and that right. was, and I I didn't recall that in, until I read the bio about him. Looking at the Captain America movie, it's like oh yeah, yeah. And so you can have humble beginnings and then go on to be make a star and do a great job with a comic book movie. So. Let's hope we get to see Green Lantern and the Flash in the future, because that could be phase two. Yep. And then the Wonder Woman movie, and then the Justice League movie. If it's done correctly, it could live up, maybe, to the Avengers. Maybe. Yeah, that, that's a tough sell, yeah. because we have a, a Whedon in that, in that house, and that's a, that's a very difficult it's one to overcome. To well, Olivia, thank you for joining. This is the first live-action guest post that we've done so this is fantastic i'm honored then thank you you're very welcome it was it was nice also seeing you on stage at the geeky awards yes that was a lot of fun i was very um i was very honored that i was asked to come as a cosplayer to help with the trophy presenting not i wasn't presenting the awards i was not 
on Richard Hatch's level, but um, I did at least get to touch one of the Gigi's and they were very cool. They're, they're actually really nice awards. I'll bring him out as a trophy girl. And during the musical number, you did your best Michael Hutchinson impression <laughs> with the cards of all the sponsors. So well played there. Yes, that was, that was, uh, there were just too many cue cards and I knew I wasn't going to be able to keep up. So I thought, well, wouldn't it be a funny gag if, you know, I just couldn't keep up and I looked like I was, my heart was breaking. And apparently it convinced a lot of people that that actually happened. I felt bad for you. <laughs> So I had, yeah, I had a lot of people saying it's okay. It was, it was the song was really fast. It's alright that you couldn't keep up. And I was like, no, this was the gag. That was the joke. I got a good picture of you from table two. Oh, that's right, table two. That's so uh, we were, we were under the podium. I was in the back. Yeah, it's for most of the show, but we could, we could see it on the the screen in the back where they're watching, and so I got to see everything from that vantage point, which is cool. That had to be neat. Yeah. We, I. My friend and I had a wonderful time. Uh, apparently, there was one other lawyer in the room, so that made at least three of us. Uh, there could have been others in hiding, but that was that was a lot of fun. And hopefully, if if we submit again and if we get nominated, I like to have a table of lawyers and a couple judges there. So that's the that's the goal for 2014. You have to you have to get the whole table to lawyer up. I think convince them it's just a cosplay thing. Yeah, it would be. Well, here's the thing. There are lots of lawyers who are geeks. There are judges who are geeks. Right. And, you know, and you factor that together. You know, if we actually, if our podcast or they open up a blog category, like if we're able to get nominated, which would be fabulous if we're able to pull off that hat trick, that would uh, it'd be neat to have that. You know, it would be neat to get, say, like Judge Shreno from New York you know, to attend. You know, and there, there are a couple others from... The Bay Area, you know, that, that would be neat to attend. And I know a tons of e-discovery attorneys that would probably show up because we're geeks at heart. So that would be neat. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Right. Awesome. Well, tune in next time. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. And we'll see you soon. Stay geeky, America. <laughs>